I'm your host, Fit Sid, and welcome back to Dirty CEO, where we go balls deep into the reality of what people are really thinking. Now let's get into it. Dirty CEO. Hey guys, it's Sydney, and guess what? I have one of my best friends here on the podcast today. I want you to introduce yourself. Hey guys, my name is Jungle Girlsy. And I am one of Sydney's best friends. How long have we known each other? Uh, We've known each other since second grade. What did you think of me back in high school? (laughs) I'm not going to ask about second grade because I was too bad of a kid, but what about high school? High school, all right. Sydney was very outgoing, super bubbly, always said hello to everybody, wanted to make her presence known. (laughs) She wore whatever she wanted. She never got in trouble because she was just like super outgoing and the principal loved her. What kind of outfits did I wear? Ooh. (laughs) Revealing. (laughs) Like short skirts? Short skirts, booty cheeks out, cleavage out, you name it. (laughs) Do you remember what I wore senior year on like the last week of school? You probably don't, but I'm just curious. It's been years. I freaking wore a swimsuit with all of those, you know, those cutouts, like the ties, and it was like a white swimsuit. And I wore that to school as a top with the shortest shorts I could ever find. And I have a picture with the dean of our high school, and he was giving a thumbs up in the picture. And and everyone always laughs because they're like, the fact that you got away with that, but no one else did, just says so much. And I'm like, yeah. I also got caught fucking in the parking lot. Um, I definitely <laughs> was one of those kids that was a little crazy, but you still managed to be my friend through all of that. So I feel pretty special, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. First of all, I have her on the podcast today because number one, she's one of my best friends. Number two, tell them what you do and how you, okay. First, I want you to tell them how did you get into porn? Like, tell them the whole story. Um, what you were doing before that and how you kind of like made your way in. And you, how long have you been in sex work now? Like Uh, almost three years. Yeah. So she's been doing it for three. I've been doing it for four. So she saw a little bit before like what it was like. And I feel like people say that I got her into porn. (laughs) I feel like people are like, Sydney (laughs) definitely got her into porn. So, um, Yeah, I want to hear her story, though, because I feel like we never talk about those things. I just kind of, like, watched it happen, and now we're just like, damn, we will do porn. We will suck dick for money. Like, (laughs) so crazy. But she also does, like, a lot more than I do in certain ways. So tell them how you started, and then, yeah. All right, so obviously Sydney was going to school, and I was going to school at the same time. And I decided to go into trade school, so I went to for automotive technology. Which, what is that, in case someone doesn't know? Oh, so basically, it's a fast-tracked automotive school. So you pick either if you want to go into automotive program, diesel program. There's so many different things that you can actually do. But I chose automotive because I thought that would be a really great trade to have instead of going to a four-year college. So I was going there. And then at the same time, that's when Sydney actually started doing porn. And basically, I would see her do her photo shoots and all that stuff. And since I was in automotive, the industry, people would ask me, hey, like, do you model with cars? And I was like, well, I haven't even done modeling before. 
So then Sydney would take me along with her to some of her shoots, and then basically I kind of dribbled into the modeling thing. I was like, you know and what? And she also kind of saw, too, how, like, liberating it was, right? Like, mm-hmm. you saw I had control, and I feel yeah. like a lot of people, when they get into modeling, they don't realize that you are in control of your content. So, like, if you're shooting with a photographer, which she started doing when I wasn't there— And she knew that she had control rather than getting, like, used or having someone convince her to do something she didn't want to do. Like, she had seen my shoots, and she was so helpful when I started because, like, I really needed someone to hype me up and also, like, encourage me when I was feeling bad about myself or, you know, whatever else was happening. Like, I got covered in cake one time, and, you know, she helped clean me up and just stuff like that where— she got to see those things, and then when she did her shoots, she knew that she had control rather than other people who, when they start, they don't see that. They don't realize the value they bring to the table to a photographer. Um, also, the first shoot that you and I did together was a freaking naked motorcycle shoot, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. On a freaking parking garage, you guys. <laughs> and what was that one like? Honestly, I feel like it was pretty fun. I mean— I never shot with a motorcycle before, so I was like, ooh. But I definitely, that shoot definitely pushed my boundaries to be, like, more. I never was naked in front of a camera till mm-hmm. then, or topless, actually. Yeah. So I actually went topless, but and I, I was actually comfortable. did you only go topless? I can't remember. For that shoot, yeah. Okay, I just yeah, I got fully naked, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I got fully naked on the bike and, like, laid on it and stuff, and I love that picture, but, you know, you can't post public stuff on OnlyFans, so... Mm-hmm. I can't post that there. But if I had a calendar, you guys. It was hot. Yeah. Like, our <laughs> pictures look so good together. The only thing that sucked was, like, when he got us back the edits, he over-edited me. He, like, took away my stomach. And, like, I'm sorry, dude, but, like, I was, like, 180 pounds, maybe 220 at the max. And he, like, tried to edit out, like, my natural body. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, like, my fans don't care they know what I look like yeah so I found it really interesting like he definitely like over edits women but he also like brought the motorcycle and like I thought that was pretty cool because like I didn't have an experience on a motorcycle before like a sport bike specifically exactly I think it was like a it was like Kawasaki yeah it was green Kawasaki Mm -hmm. I don't know the name of it though but it was sport bike um yeah that was a fun shoot and then also like there was like a freaking uh mariachi band playing down below. There was below. a whole festival going yeah. on. And the scary part was people were actually still using the elevator, even mm-hmm. though none of them parked on the top. And that's when we were, like, getting scared. We were like, so oh then we gosh. stopped shooting. But we got so many pictures before that. And we just didn't want to get in trouble. We didn't want any kids seeing us. Because, like, that's our biggest rule is if we're doing public shoots, you don't ever do it around where kids are. And because there was a festival, we ended up stopping when we realized it was, like, going on. Uh, But we got some awesome shots, and that was, like, the first time you and I shot together, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, Okay, so keep going on your story. I just want to interject, you know? (laughs) No. All right, so basically started modeling with Sydney, and then people were asking me to, you know, model with their cars. Well, you can't post some modeling cars, I mean, modeling pictures with cars if they are more of lingerie on Instagram, because then you'll get taken down. So... Sydney had a great idea and was like, oh, you know what? We can make more content and, you know, you put your modeling stuff on OF. And OF was a new site that was just came out. Uh, a lot of people think it came out in 2020. In reality, it didn't. Um, so it was a brand new site. And then Sid was basically telling me about it. And then that's how it all started. 
just like creating content, modeling photos were going on there and guys can subscribe. Yeah, and I think the other thing too is like, by the way, you guys, that's my trash truck. He's he's hanging out and I'm very thankful for him because I ran out naked this morning. I was so scared that I was going to miss the trash guy. I literally woke up in a dead sleep. Uh, super random, but since the trash guy is here, I'm just going to tell this really quick. But um, I like woke up in dead sleep and I was like, oh my God, I forgot to put the trash cans out. And like my trash is overflowing right now. So I needed the trash guy to do me a solid today and take it out. So I ran outside, and um, I was I was not wearing very much of anything, pretty much naked. And by anything, I mean I had the robe, but I didn't tie it, so my fucking <laughs> whole body was out. And my neighbors are not up early because I do live in, like, a neighborhood that is mainly old people. Thank you so much. I love them so much. They go on walks with their dogs at night. Like, they're great people. But um, And sometimes they yell at you if you part weird. Like, they're very great, great neighbors to have. But this morning, my neighbor also forgot he took he didn't take his trash cans out. So oh, my no. next door elderly old man neighbor, he was taking out his trash and he was laughing so hard. He said, well, good morning to you, Missy. <laughs> and I ran back into my garage after taking the trash cans out. And I said, oh, my gosh, I just mooned and flashed my neighbor. But gave him a free show. He always peeks over my wall. So I, I have zero shame. He's seen everything at this point. But... Yeah, thank you to the trash guy for taking my trash out right now. Where were we? I got distracted by the oh. trash guy. <laughs> um, oh, we we're talking about OnlyFans and how it's new, right? Yeah. So one of the big things with OnlyFans, too, is like before it was new, the reason why OnlyFans grew so quickly was because it was fans and like supporters of us that told us to get on the site. I specifically told her to get on the site, but I know that you had other people that were asking if you had an OnlyFans, right? Yes. Yeah. And, like, for me, the reason why I got on OnlyFans was because I had some fans saying, hey, you should really get on this site. Like, I'll subscribe to you. I didn't really know what I was getting into when I got on it. But once I did, I was like, oh, my gosh, you got to get on this, too. Like, I need I need you to, like, see the opportunity that's here. And also, she was already taking these sexy car pictures. So, I, you know, right? Like, Yeah, it was, it all it was goes inevitable, hand in hand. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to take the amount of work it takes for modeling, the makeup, getting dressed, and then getting the car out there, that person pays for the shoot, but then you're like, wait, how can I profit off of this too? So OnlyFans is a perfect area to do it. Um, after that, I, I honestly worked a regular job and had OnlyFans at the same time. And then um, I stopped doing OnlyFans for a bit because 2020 was a very interesting year for me. Um, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't think anybody knew what was happening, but obviously OnlyFans is coming back and I mean, OnlyFans was around. It's just more people were on it and girls were just it was going crazy. So yeah, well, COVID also blew up OnlyFans because everyone was spending time on the internet. Like right before COVID, it was already like blowing up. But mm -hmm. when COVID hit, I remember just how many people started making them. And it's been oh my gosh, we've been in COVID for like three years now. Yeah. It's kind of insane. But so you ended up doing that. And then what did you end up doing after OnlyFans? All right. So then I started up OnlyFans again. And then um, I I was seeing a lot of YouTube videos. One of my favorite YouTubers I follow, um, she's a dancer in Texas. She always went through her day as a stripper. And obviously growing up, 
I did dance, gymnastics, and all that stuff. So I'm pretty flexible. I know my, I know rhythm. I know how to dance. And I was like, okay, I'm honestly, I think I could do this. So I left my job and I just decided, like, let me become a stripper. I want to know because and she worked in the car industry, you guys. So she was always like everything that she went to school for. She was already doing. But she was working double time because she was doing OnlyFans, modeling, like just a million things. And you know, when you're young, you got you got to just do things. You got to capitalize on it. She's very, very much a dancer, <laughs> not like me. She's very flexible. You can, can you do the splits? Yeah, I can. yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> I would have to go to the hospital if I tried. <laughs> so I think that was also the other thing is like you're young, you're able to do it, and then you also were you happy with your job? Like, weren't they treating you? Oh yeah, they weirdly. Weren't. They for they weren't paying me enough. They're trying to exploit me, obviously, because I was a young person in the automotive industry, and obviously nobody deserves that. You should get paid for what you know how to do and be treated right as an employee. And then, oh yeah, so then I went to City Hall. I got my dancer license. I was just like, girl, you got to do this. Don't let anybody stop you. Nobody's opinion. Obviously, I always know I have Sydney support when it comes mm-hmm. to this stuff. Um, obviously, it's still in the sex industry, so it's not like I left. So then I auditioned. I liked it. It's it's learning like a new algorithm. You have to know how the club works. Every club is different. Every customer base in the club is different. And that was just one thing, trying to get the hang of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's really hard, though, because I think people don't think about how, like, I'm much better online. You're better in person. I am. Or you like in person more. I make, I'm easy, I can communicate easily with people in person. Mm -hmm. Like, my personality comes off way different. Yeah, and I also feel like because I grew up on camera and you, like, you didn't, it's easier for me to be on camera. And, like, for you, I feel like you became frustrated for, like, a little bit on Mm -hmm. OnlyFans because, like, you saw me always doing it and like, but you forgot, like not forgot, like you kept it in your head, but it's hard when you see like someone easily being able to do it, but then you forget like, oh, Sydney's been doing fucking YouTube for like (laughs) six years before she even started porn. Exactly. And then you're brand new to being on camera. Like I remember when you first started, it was so like different for you. It was new. Like, yeah, you took nudes before that, but like making full-fledged JOIs and like, customs and all of that that's just different it was so frustrating because <laughs> growing up in a household where you know you're always covered up and whatnot mm-hmm. you honestly never got to appreciate your body when it's naked so then mm-hmm. when you go from always covered up and doing some modeling stuff obviously photographers edit out your imperfections like i know they do that and so when you get the finished product you're like oh i look pretty good but when you are on camera you don't mm-hmm. really edit yourself. No, and you have to be like understanding that everyone's human. And now there's even editing apps where people edit their body proportions. You know that, right? Like their yeah. Facetune video. I've never tried it because I I'm, I don't even know how to Facetune my own face. But I know that people are really techie and great at that. And then you see that on the internet. You compare yourself to it. And like I know you struggled with that in the beginning. And like I know I have bad days too, but... I've become very okay with, like, anything that I do. If I look stupid, I look stupid, whatever. But, like, the first time, like, when I was, like, I started YouTube at 12. I have been able to grow and learn and change and, like, be go through that, like, way before I started doing porn. So I already had that mindset versus, like, you were going into it and you were doing porn, being vulnerable with yourself, 
seeing your body on camera, seeing your facial expressions, seeing how you're talking and like it's a lot. I feel like a lot of people when they get into it too, they like use Snapchat filters and mm-hmm. like I I was the one that like helped her, you guys. So she was going straight into like using a full-fledged like 4K camera and other girls start by using Snapchat video or Snapchat filters, which is a big difference. Like you can kind of like ease yourself into it. And I like told her, I was like, we got to make it high quality. <laughs> and so she ended up seeing herself fully 100% authentically who she was, which isn't bad, but yeah. like you're used to the, you know, things you see on the internet, the editing, and also the huge, you know, the porn that she was watching was never, you know, uh, there's a makeup artist on set for these girls. Exactly. And you're doing your own shit. So you started as a car car girl. Mm -hmm. Then you started OnlyFans. Then you became a stripper. Did you ever have a premium Snapchat? Or do you have one? I honestly don't have a premium Snapchat. Uh um, Just because to be constantly on there and then everybody always is messaging you and they're, they're like blowing up your phone to the max. Right. And I was like, okay, well, if you... That's the thing. I had a full-time job while I had OnlyFans. And then people were mm-hmm. asking for premium Snapchat. I was like, listen, just go on OnlyFans. <laughs> I just think also it's way too hard to keep up with everything if you're doing that as well. And some people don't want to pay for like a full year. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, oh, I want to do a monthly thing. Well, how am I as one person? I don't have an assistant to keep up with mm-hmm. everybody's payments. So to me, it was like way well, more complicated. And like, do you know what Fan Centro is? Yes. <clears throat> okay, so like Fan Centro to me is way like I have a Fan Centro, but like guys, don't go on it. Um, I have a fan, fan Centro, but like it's really hard for me to navigate that site because I am so used to all the different other sites that I use, and for some reason, that site I just can't get used to. And and anytime someone pays for my Snapchat through that, I'm just like, fuck. Why didn't you just fucking buy the whole one time? fee rather than the monthly because yeah. Fan Central offers the monthly. But do you know how hard that is for me to keep up with? So I don't really offer that anymore. And if someone like does do it, I'm just like, please, like this is a just win my Snapchat or something instead <laughs> or like pay for it. That way it's one time because it's a lot as one person to be handling things. And then like when people make custom requests, your mental health, like I don't I think that like I really enjoy what I do. I think you do too, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like I think for you, you enjoy stripping more, don't you? Because it's I like do. day of you know what you're doing. You don't have to like go back and do more. You do your dance, you're dancing with somebody, you give a lap dance. That's it, you're done. What they experienced that you made a transaction already and then they they go home. Do they want to come back the next day? Absolutely. Yeah, and then also, like, do you remember people at the strip club? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's part of, like, customer service. That's how you keep your regulars. Did you have any other jobs? Just out of curiosity. I don't don't know that. Like, no, like, besides, like, I know you had, like, the really hardcore car job, but. Oh, yeah, and then I worked um, doing microchips. Oh, yeah, you did do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're still young. (laughs) Watch us both work at, like, a janitor job together later. (laughs) Making it all sexy. Yeah. (laughs) To open up the overalls for myself. I guess the last question that I have for you today, what is one thing that happened to you, good or bad, when you started getting into sex work? Like, one experience that you know and think about? Like, whether it's, like, how someone in your personal life reacted to you? Because I know you had a stalker for a while. I did. And, like, do you think that affected how you felt about yourself? Because... 
not to give too much backstory, I want her to talk because then she can share whatever she wants. But this stalker was obsessed with her, but then would belittle her job, but then would show up to her house. And sign up for my OnlyFans. Yeah, even though he said it, that it was <laughs> demon's work or something. And I just think it's so crazy because, like, you had never had an experience like that before until no. that. So what was that like? Okay, I have to say the one thing that I experienced, which ties into the stalker, is people that you have known for, like, three or more years. I've mm-hmm. known Cindy for a long time. Yeah. But you experience people's true colors when you go into sex work. If they don't like what you do, mm-hmm. they treat you completely different, even though they had respect for you. Mm-hmm. As if, like, me taking photos of myself, I feel empowered. I'm like, wow, look, I can look at my body. It's amazing. And I even have other women that follow me on Instagram, and they're Mm -hmm. like, I love the way you take photos. Like, I did not notice I had veins on my boobs. Like, I just never thought of it. And girls are like, you know what? You encourage me to wear low-cut tops because I have that too. So – I'm like, wow, this is really inspiring. It helps women. And then, honestly, like, you can make money off of it because guys are also attracted to you. And you have a good idea in your head. You're like, oh, this is a great thing. And then you have people that are like, I don't like that you show your body. Yeah. It makes you, um, looks terrible on you. And you're like, what? <laughs> what is going on? And a lot of the time, these are the same people that try and hit on you, fuck you, like, kiss yeah. you. Uh, grope you, but yet they speak poorly about when you're trying to show off what mama gave you. <laughs> exactly. And I've even had an ex mm-hmm. always, you know, fully in love with me. And then we broke up, not because of this whole scenario, like we broke up prior. Mm-hmm. And then after was trying to get with me and I was honest and told him, you know, I have only fans and whatnot. And He literally was like, that is the worst thing ever. And then fast forward, a year later was like, hey, I would really like to make some like OnlyFans videos with you because it became popular. Yeah, and because it became (laughs) accepted in society. Yeah. Which I think is so funny how that's a thing. But at the same time, like, it just shows you that's the person you don't want in your life. And like going back to the whole stalker, I feel like the biggest thing is like when you got into this industry and you had that experience – he showed his true colors so quickly. Exactly. And then he became obsessive and crazy and, like, honestly scary. But it's better that you had that experience now rather than, like, having him in your life for 10 years, confiding in him, giving, telling him your heart and soul, and then him going ape. So, yeah. Yeah. But it's very scary. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm glad you're okay. But I'm really glad that you're on the podcast. If you guys enjoyed... Don't forget to give this a review. Check out our links. I will put them in the description. Um, You can look up Jungle Girl Z as well for her. And I will talk to you guys in the next podcast. Have a great day. Have a great night. Have a great week. Mwah. Sydney out.